Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. He is the pastor of First Assembly of God in Plant City, Florida. We are so excited that you have joined us to listen to Pastor Braddock's powerful preaching from each Sunday morning church service. Listen closely to these messages, and your journey with Jesus will be wonderfully impacted. seated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The Lord led me to, uh, uh, I was back, it was doing doing my devotion the other morning, Monday morning I guess it was, and reading a daily devotion of R.T. Kendall. And these verses of scripture begin to speak to my heart as he the things that he shared in that book. So I want to try my best to share it with you today. And hopefully I can get through it. And uh, So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke chapter 2. Beginning with verse 41 through verse 48. If you'd like to stand for the reading of God's Word. If you can't, that's understandable. We understand that. So I'm going to read it off there. Follow with us. Because I've marked my Bible up so much I can't hardly read out of it. But it says, His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. I want you to... Remember that phrase because it's in here several times. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother did not know it. Verse number 44. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey. 
and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Verse number 46. Now it was so that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. Verse number 47. All who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Verse number 38. So when they saw him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I uh, sought you anxiously. Verse number 49. I know we stopped there on the thing, but go to the next verse, because that's where it concludes, really. Verse 49. He said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business. Father, we thank you today on this special occasion for your presence. We ask, Lord, today that you would help us for a few moments to convey what you've given to us. Share that we can share with this body. I pray, Lord, that you would minister in a great way. Bless each one that has come this morning. Bless their homes, their families. Meet every need of each life. And we'll thank you for it. But it's in your name we pray. Everyone said, Amen. Wave at your neighbor and tell him you still love him. Hallelujah. God bless you today. In this story, we're looking at the life of young Jesus while he lived here on earth with his earthly parents. Nevertheless, this illustration from the life of Jesus illustrates the way in which the sovereign Holy Spirit may test our sensitivity to Him by not moving with us when we choose to carry on with our own plans. Wow. How many of you know that God's got a plan for our life? Amen. God has a plan for every one of us. True. And I, I, I thought about it so much in, in uh, uh, John, if you can go to 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 6 through 11, we'll look at a king that God spoke to his heart to do something. Saul said to the Kenites, Go depart, get down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them, for you showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. Then Saul said to the Saul attacked the Amalekites from Havilah all the way to Shur, which is east of Egypt. He also took Agag, king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Paul and the people spared Agag, Agag and the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, and the lambs, and all that was good. And were unwilling to utterly destroy them. But everything, everything despised and worthless, they utterly destroyed. Now, now the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, I greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king. For he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel and he cried out to the Lord all night. This is the story where Saul has been anointed king. And they're, they're facing the Amalekites and God says, kill it all. It's true. He gave a command. 
He's looking for obedience. Obedience. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. He was given the orders. But he didn't wait. He didn't do what the Lord said to do. He got ahead of God's plan. How many of you know you can get ahead of God's plan? Let me tell you a little story. Before we came here to be pastors, I thought I had to go to West Florida or South Alabama. My wife kept praying against it. You, you, you probably don't understand that. But anyway, I tried to go everywhere because I knew I was supposed to be in the ministry. Three and a half years, I, I just would turmoil and pray and go look at a church, go look, try out and all this stuff. And we had some doozies, didn't we, baby? I'm telling you, she'd go with us and she'd say, Daddy, I don't know about this one. Listen to your children. They can tell you some things. Didn't know what God was doing in my life until He opened the door for me to come here and be your pastor. I didn't come looking for it. Brother Holbrook called and said to you, would you be interested? I said, yes. And we've been here 25 years. Can you imagine that? Amen. God's been faithful. But see, now I could have got ahead of God. Are you following me? Yes. I could have missed it. I could have went somewhere I wanted to go. But the Lord says, no, that's not where you need to be. Oh. This is the story of of Saul and the Amalekites. He said to go and destroy them. Don't leave nothing. But when they saw, he spared the king, Agag. And then he blames the people for sparing all the good stuff. God didn't want them to spare it. He wanted them to destroy it. But they got ahead of God. They didn't follow the plans that God had ordained for them. Listen, it's very important that we follow God's plan for our life. God has a plan for every one of us. You say, well, preacher, I can't do much. No, I know that. But whatever you can do, God can take it and work with it. And He may use you in a special way. But we got to follow Him. Obey Him. So this is what we're, 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 we're working on today. He, they chose, he said to him, they're not, they're not moving with us when we choose to carry out our own plans. Listen, God is not happy with people who don't listen to Him. Oh, come on. There's a lot of Christians today that won't listen to God. Hallelujah. I've been guilty. We've all been guilty. But I'm here to tell you today, if we'll follow Him, He'll lead us in the great things that we need to do. He has great plans for our life. He said the occasion was not only the observation of the observance of the first uh, uh, 
Pentecost, or the Feast of Pentecost. But he was there to be have his uh, bar mitzvah. That's when a 12-year-old becomes uh, to arrive. It says the Jewish boy who arrived at the age of religious responsibility. And the ceremony they celebrated that time while he was there. Although from birth Jesus was God as though he were not man. And man though he was not God. Jesus was now being truly authenticated as the God-man. Especially by Joseph and Mary who knew who he was they knew who he was they knew what his job was to be they knew what was going to happen to him amen hallelujah so but listen it says but Joseph and Mary missed it when the feast was over Joseph and Mary returned home but Jesus tarried in Jerusalem. He stayed behind. But they were, they were unaware of it. Now, was it Terrell or Kim that we left at church one night? We was having a New Year's Eve service. Y'all remember them? Well, our son come down and sat down on the just two steps up. And he come and sat down and was going to pray. And then he went to sleep. We all got up. Everybody was doing, you know... Happy New Year, all this stuff. And I thought he was with Francis, or I thought he done went and got in the car. We got in the car, drove almost to the house, about two miles from the church. And I said, where's Terrell? He ain't in the back seat. We left him at church. And had to drive back two miles and hope and pray he's still asleep. Thank God he was. Because if he'd have woke up in that dark church, they'll tell him what, he'd have probably tore that place up. I'm telling you. But th- 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 that's my point I want to make. How many times do we just assume? Come on. We assume. We presume that God is there. God is going to meet every need. Listen, God meets needs to those that are faithful. We sang about it this morning. What was that last one we just sung? Blessings be to him who sits on the throne. He blesses those who bless him. He blesses those who obey him. He blesses those who will walk in his ways and feel and see the presence of God working in their life. He said, what? To do what? He said they stayed behind to do the will of the Father. They found him the very next day seated in the temple answering prayers. And you got to understand, it says three days. Now, here's what happened. Can you all imagine this body right here? Every one of us is traveling together by foot. They had traveled a whole day. And I, I can I can just see Joseph and Mary. Jesus, Jesus, no answer. So they start looking among the kin folks. Where's Jesus? We don't know. Where did we leave him? So they had, they, they had to turn around because they couldn't find him. This whole body of number of people 
Can you imagine with all their food, their clothes, everything they carried? I don't know if they had camels or not, Brother Perry. I don't know what all they had, but they traveled by foot. They didn't have airplanes or modern cars or anything. It was all done by foot. So they had to turn around and go back another whole day. And one writer said they had took him another day to find him. And when they found him, guess what he was doing? He wasn't being a typical teenager. He was doing the will of the Father. He was being authenticated by the power of God. He was being poured into by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He said he was there listening to the, the religious people. He was there drinking in the presence of God. He was there to answer questions and get answers from the question. He was there receiving from God who would be in him. Oh, hallelujah. And he went out from there under the authority thank you y'all need to come up here and preach get your tongue twisted but he was receiving the authority to go out and have his full time ministry so they took three days now any typical mother and father when you can't find your kids what are you going to do? You're going to get upset. Another story happened years ago. Just a small guy up in the panhandle. We, I don't know why we were there. Mother and dad dropped us off at this family. They were country folks in the farm. And uh, for some reason, the young boy that was our age, he said, let's walk down to this old pit about a mile from the house. Well, the problem was he didn't ask Daddy could he go. And we snuck off. Well, about 2 o'clock, I, keep, I hear this voice. Jack? Jack? Where are you? He wouldn't answer because he knew he was in trouble. Ain't none of y'all done none of this, I know. He got louder and louder. That means he got closer and closer. And we got brave enough to come, and guess what? He didn't have just a switch. He had a board. He whipped his son, threatened us. I thought he was going to whip us because we did not ask permission to go. And we went on our own. He said, you don't understand. There's things I hear that can hurt you, and we have no way of knowing See, they didn't have iPhones and telephones back in those days. No, it was word of mouth. In fact, they, that family didn't even have a telephone at that time in their house. But I'm telling you what, we got away from God and we left the father's house. We left the man and now he, he, he was upset. Who wouldn't be upset? But they found him the next day seated in the temple among the Jewish teachers, listening to them and asking questions. He, he was there three days and with all out the knowledge of Joseph and Mary. He was doing his father's business. What a pity that Joseph and Mary missed it. They sincerely thought Jesus was right there with them. Listen, don't always bank on it. I know it sounds negative, but Jesus is there. But we walk away from Him. 
Hello? I think about it many times that when we're out of the will of God, we want God to answer great prayers and God's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. God wouldn't answer prayer to the Israelites when they got to Ai, Jericho. Why? Because they missed God. They got away from God. They jumped ahead of God's plan. And it happens, all these things. So we need to understand that today. Like Joseph, they missed it. They sincerely thought he was right there with them. Why? They presumed that he would adjust things to their thinking and their plan. And here's where I want us to go. Right here. Don't expect God to come to your plans. To come to your plans. We are to follow Him. Amen. What did Jesus say to the disciples? He said, if you want to be one of my disciples, you've got to follow me. Is that right? He said to them, if, you, if, you, if you're going to follow me, not only that, you've got to take up your cross and follow me. That's, that's, that's the thing. And today the Lord expects us to follow Him. He said they presumed that He would just, they're thinking and taking up the plans. After all, it was as if they were, not, you know, not concerned about Him. But time, it's time to go home. Many times we have left the presence of God and went home with thinking nothing about it. Listen, don't ever run away from the presence of God. Don't leave what God is doing. Stay with it. Hallelujah. I thought about this many times. That when we have a move of the Spirit here, God's presence fills the house. People are blessed. People are being ministered to. And we get in a hurry. We rush. And we walk away from God's presence. I forgot to give you the title of my message. Is where, where have you left Jesus? Where is Jesus? And this is what he's talking about. They presumed he was there, but they wasn't. But he went on. They went on. They presumed that he was there to, to be in the family. They just knew. They just thought he was there. Listen, we've got to walk with God. We've got to know where we are in Christ Jesus. We've got to know what's going on around us. We got, what is this, uh, the, the saying now is, know your surroundings. Know who's around you. Make sure your children are there with you. Amen. It don't take a genius to figure that out. You got small kids, keep up with them. Put a leash on them if you have to. But keep close to them. He said, the time to go home. They didn't see a need to adjust to Him. Get that. They didn't see a need to adjust to Him. But He chose to stay behind. They didn't see a need. He's just a, he's a boy. He's 12 years old. Yes, but He's the Son of the living God. He's almighty. He's powerful. He's the anointed one. He's the Messiah. He's all of those things in one. And they need to be concerned. It's not about them anymore. It's about Him. He's coming to His own responsibility as far as religious things are concerned.
He chose to stay behind. Joseph and Mary moved on as if nothing had happened. This is where I was said just a moment ago. How many times have we left the presence of the Lord and went home and think nothing about it? When we would come, come and stay. When we would come and stay and enjoy more of God's presence. Listen, when God's pouring out His Spirit, don't leave it. I think I said that a moment ago, but don't leave it. Stay with Him. God's speaking to your heart. God's ministering to your life. He's working on you. He's giving you something to refresh you. He's giving you something to hold you together the next few days. He's giving you something that's going to carry you through whatever situation you may be facing. Amen. They didn't see a need, but He chose to stay behind. They moved on like nothing happened. Unaware that Jesus had stayed behind, they sincerely thought He was with them. You have to know that Jesus is with you. If you discover that you have moved ahead of God and have left Him behind, we must go looking for Him. Can I say that again? We have to go looking for Him. Because we've left him behind. Go to Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Isaiah, while he's doing that, and Isaiah 55, 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he's near. Hosea said, No, go back to Hosea. Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your foul ground, for it is time to do what? Seek the Lord till He comes and rain righteousness on you. It's time to break up the fallow ground. It's time to seek the Lord till He comes and rains righteousness on this earth. Uh, you farmers, help me out right quick. The fallow ground means it hadn't been used and it's, it's a little hard. Is that right? You take the bottom plow and you come through there and you break it up. You roll it over because there's fresh nutrients down there in that fresh dirt. Because, but it's been covered up for a while. But now you break it up and it's preparing to receive the seed and grow something out of it. Break up the fallow ground. It's time to seek the Lord. It's time to cry out to Him. We're living in perilous time right now in America. And we as a church needs to seek God. Amen. I don't know the people I've in the last few days. I mean everywhere I go now. People don't know what to do. They don't know what's going on. I said, well, Paul tells us what is in Galatians, I believe it is, that we're living in perilous times. That's where we are in America right now. We are in perilous times. We don't know what's going to happen today. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. The world is in upheaval. They, they, the world don't know what to do. We've got China. They want to take over. you got Russia. They want to kill us. we got all these things going on. And we got a president who don't know what he's doing. Amen. Sorry if you're a Democrat. But he don't know what he's doing. You can see how he's... well. I don't want to get political. But re regardless of that, if we will break up our fallow ground, if we will seek the Lord 
As Isaiah 55, 6 says, Seek the Lord while it may be found. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of the Lord. Today is the time to seek Him. Where have you left Him? He left, they had left Him in Jerusalem. Where is he? Where have you left Him today? I hope you had left Him at home. I hope you brought Him with you. I took Him to bed with me last night. Because I turned the light out and fell on my knees and I had a great squall in time. The presence of the Lord filled my heart. When I got through, got in my sleeping position and went sound asleep, I took Him with me. Hallelujah. I didn't leave Him off somewhere. I didn't leave Him in the back room. I took him with, where have you, where did you find him? He said, we must go looking for him. It's time that we, we break up. In fact, Matthew 6.33, it says that, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. But the thing of it is, seek first Christ's kingdom. Seek Christ. Seek after God. Seek him. There's where the key is. There's where the righteousness comes in. There's where all the things that God, that you want, God can bless you with. But it's seeking first Him. Seek the kingdom of God. See, this is what Joseph and Mary had to do. Once we have lost God's special presence. Think about it. This is what Joseph and Mary had to do. They once... We have lost God's special presence. We can only find Him by initially returning to the place where we left Him. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, I believe it is. John writing to the church at Ephesus. He said, Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Unless you repent. Remember where we've fallen. Remember where we last had our experience with the Lord. Remember when we have missed the mark and go back and start all over again. Y'all may not have done that, but I've had to do it a lot of times. I've had to remember where I've fallen from, the works that I was supposed to be doing and didn't do it. But I had to come to Him quickly. And I didn't want Him to move the Spirit. I didn't want Him to move the lampstand out of my life. I wanted the presence of God. But to do that, I had to come back to where I had fallen. Amen. Remember. Now you understand this. They didn't keep going on to Nazareth. They turned around and went back to find Jesus. A lot of times when we realize that we have left Him, instead of going back, we keep going without Him. That's the heartbreak. I could stand here and tell you today several people that I know personally that have once walked with God. And you know them, you know people too. You've got friends, you've got family, you've got members that you know 
just friends, whoever, that they once walked with God, that once they had a, a relationship that was unreal, but today they are far off. Today they're not walking with God. They're out here somewhere walking in their own flesh. They're out there doing what they want to do. And it breaks your heart to see what happens. And it happens quite often if we're not careful. But they lost their first love. Listen, you can't lose your first love. If you want God's blessing, stay in love with Jesus. Stay in love with Jesus. Had to return. They had to go back and find him. And my question is this morning, if our musicians can come, is, is Brother Mark here? Did he, is he still here? Let's return to our first love. Let the Lord minister to our heart. Amen. Would you pray with us, please? Father, we thank you today for your presence. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. We ask, Lord, that you minister to our heart today. Lord, help us to return to that which you want to give us. Lord, we, we, want, us, we want to receive your best. But we've got to go back and find you. Walk in the presence of God. I pray, Lord, that you minister this morning. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As Brother Mark and them sings, would you stand with me, please? today to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. If you are encouraged and uplifted by Pastor Braddock's preaching, please write a positive review on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe to this podcast on your app so you will not miss any future episodes. Take the word preached by Pastor Braddock and share it with your family, your friends, and your community. May God bless you today.